Hello and welcome to this episode of Sports Communities Doing Sport Differently podcast series. I'm your host, Steve Pallas, founder and CEO of Sports Community. And in today's episode, we're going to hear from Craig Morris, who is president of Port Melbourne Bowls Club. And this bowls club is one of the pioneers of introducing the highly successful Bowling with Babes program created by Bowls Victoria. As we say each week, and we acknowledge each week, this each episode we celebrate a club who has applied the Doing Sport Differently principles with amazing results. So the Doing Sport Differently principles are principles created by Vic Health and Latrobe University. And so Bowling for Babes brings new and expecting mothers together to enjoy a chat, a coffee, and a social role. Supported by Vic Health, Bowling with Babes aims to assist less active mums become more active and enable them time to focus on their physical well-being in a fun, relaxing, comfortable environment with their baby. Also, this environment highly social and allowing them to connect, often in times where they lose connectivity with their normal networks. As I say each week, this podcast has only been made possible through our partnership with Vic Health. And we're so thankful for them for the opportunity to share the stories and successes of sports clubs around Australia who are doing sport differently. I'm really excited to share this discussion with Craig, especially his insights around challenging the status quo at his club and how a departure from traditional thinking really drove high levels of participation and is creating wonderful outcomes for his club. Without doubt, the introduction of social participation options is relevant for every sports club, and we'll delve into this concept during and after the interview. Because after the interview, as always, I'll share my key takeaways and thoughts. But for now, let's hear from my interview with Craig Morris from the Port Melbourne Bowls Club. Bowls for Bubs is a is a bowls program. It's a unique, really. It's unique to almost just to bowls and just a couple of other sports. Do you want to just give us a little bit of background? What is that program and what's it trying to achieve? Yeah, well, about two and a half years ago, we we had a, a bit of a deep um, sort of review of the Port Melbourne Bowling Club and wanted to say, well, how can we diversify? How can we grow within the community? And where was going to be our target audience to grow and not just be seen as a bowls club. Yep. Uh, especially when you're on valuable land that you lease through the local councils and things like that. So, so Bubs and Bowls, what it was called then, was sort of something that was just being launched by Bowls Victoria. So we jumped on board and 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 um, you know, and we spoke to a few mothers groups around Port Melbourne about what days would suit. Um, and and the program was sort of we we, we looked at it as is growing our female-based members, but it's not only mums. We get mums, grandmums, carers, yep. um, fathers. So, but it, but we, but the aim was to grow and 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 sell the Port Melbourne Bowling Club that we are a community club. That was the first part of it. Um, we wanted to we wanted to get some benefit out of it in the long term. Um, but the, the but the, the as we launched, I think the first day we launched it, we do it every Wednesday. Um, we, we probably had about six mums come along with yeah. bubs and, and, and um, we had blankets on the greens, you know, toys for the kids, coffee, scones, you know, uh, and, and it just 
they rang their friends and said, hey, this is better than going to the local library. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I, I, I have thought, and, and having um, some young daughters myself, or six or six and eight, just coming through that 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 stage where traditionally you know at least one parent is 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 really very strongly devoted to bringing up the children finding those opportunities to exercise and socialize in a in a safe in a safe environment for the kids is is just vital and I've always thought bowls clubs were perfect for it so was how did you connect to the mums in the first instance um Anything I do from a person is I take a bit of a, a, you know a pride in uh, participating. So um, I think out of um, you know every day that we've run it, I've probably only missed one or two days. I've got flexibility with my work, so I actually come down. Yep. Um, go around talk to the the mums, the dads, the parents. You know, um, get get them to become part of the club and and understand who I am. So we build a bit of we build a connection, um, and I think that personal touch is is what. You know what grew. I mean, we, we actually at times we got too many people here. You know, um, and I've spoken to council. We, you know, at our peak, we were getting thirty-five to forty parents with prams, scooters, bikes, toddlers, and and it, it was a bit chaotic. So, um, you know, um, but personal connection. Um, uh, you know, I, I bake scones for them, jam, cream, and scones. You know. Two weeks later, I'll do sausage rolls with sauce and things like that. So we do, you know, it just becomes a bit of a family affair and, and they love it, you know. Four and, you make them, and you make them feel welcome. Uh, I, I can imagine very quickly, because I understand, I kind of call it the mother's group mafia with my wife and 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 her, you know, school gate pickups, which I know is not necessarily politically correct, but... Um, but that network is just so powerful. And if something goes wrong, everyone knows about it. But when something works, everyone knows about it as well. And that they they just that support network is phenomenal. So tapping into that was is a great opportunity for clubs. Is that what you found? Yeah, and one of the side benefits we found, even I've had some mums come up to me, uh, you know, and thank us not just about opening the club, but they then met other mothers. Yeah, they met other you know who had kids. They talk about their problems about returning the work and things like that. Um, we even network with them uh, at Crown. I'm, I work at Crown. I'm involved in a gender equity um, uh, committee that drive gender equity across um, Crown. Yep. Um, so even part of that, you know, I, I ask people, what are you doing when you're returning to work? If you struggle with work, let me know. I might be able to open doors at Crown. So so there, there was a whole story to everything. To, so, you know, they are friends. Some of these people are friends of mine now after two years. Yeah, fantastic, and it is. Again, it was it was interesting watching my wife's experience with the with the newborns. Um, she she went from being very active work, very active socially, to almost being disconnected for a period of time while the kids took up all all the energies. And so, if 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 there had been that program in our community, I, I know that she would have would have gravitated to it for. A, the competitive, well, not so much the competitive side, but the social side and the ability just to, you know, to do something of 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 um of exercise nature would be fantastic. Yeah, well, the bowls uh, and and one of the things I suppose we've got to we're conscious of the bowls started to take a bit of a second, yes, fiddle to the social connection. Yeah, lovely yeah. day. 
they throw a rug out, you know, you, they have a little fruit platter out there and off they go and they chit, 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 chat, chit, chat, you know, and then all of a sudden two hours is finished and off they go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so at times we've got to just encourage, you know, just remind them, hey, you want to try a game of bowls? But um, we find a lot of them come down on a Sunday afternoon now with their partners and their partners having a role. So we, we're hoping it'll grow a membership base and our pennant bowl base as we, you know, as, as the, the program continues. So, so potentially they go from that that mums and barbs to maybe the barefoot bowls with their partners, and then potentially into the pennant pennant side yeah. of it. Well, we've had even um, they, they, they we've had them they book their kids first, second, third birthday parties. So we're yeah. groups of sixty people come down and book out the club, so it helps us generate some additional income, and you know that that so there's really good benefits you know all over for everyone. So um, you know um, we haven't seen any come to play pennant yet but yep. they do come down and play social on the sunday and you know and um we've even put a little um playground area in the 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 bowling green we had a little um area that had a few plants and that which we removed and put a little interactive playground for toddlers Fantastic. how yeah. how was it received by all the members when you you started to go down this this uh this route and and we haven't talked beforehand but i i know bowls clubs well so your reaction kind of <laughs> yeah, look, a lot of the members here, um, you know, and, and I've, I've bowled with them for 30 or 40 years, but some of the older are still the old thing. And they, 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 they shook their head first and they said, what's this guy on, you know, what's he on about? Um, but I think now they start to say, hey, you know, we could see he had a bit of vision and, and, and he's going to be better for the club because we're not going to be around for the next 10 years. So you need a new breed. And, you yep. know, and you need just new blood, new, you know. And a lot of these people, you know, they, they, they've got jobs, they've got careers, and they might be able to contribute to the club in other ways down the track. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 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 Conver- convincing uh, the old stay members that, that this is a good change, um, especially uh, if you know Port Melbourne. Port Melbourne's sort of a bit of a hard-nosed men's sort of thing. Um, so it really <laughs> helped us... us redefine Port Melbourne and, and we're not just as a men's bowling club where we are open up to the community you know and we've extended we do yoga on the green now too so we've got yoga on the green so mums come down and do yoga so yeah and and for those that don't know Port Melbourne around the country um Port Melbourne's a, a, a traditional blue collar working um working suburb and um and and that's that's the suburb it is and and um, but fantastic to be creating those opportunities because, as you said, like the unintended consequences, you're now getting revenue out of out of them. Uh, well, sorry, not out of them, but they're coming to you to because you've introduced your facilities and they're looking around and saying this is a safe place. The kids are brought up there; they know what they can and can't do. Yep. Um, you mentioned council. What did council play a role in it? Because I would see them as the logical connector between the mothers' groups that are continually being created, um, and and introducing introducing them um, the mothers' groups to the bowls club. Yeah. So our sports recreation officer parties got involved in very early. So um, they had networks with other mother groups around the city of Port Phillip and and more so Port Melbourne, South Melbourne, Melbourne Park. We use them. They advertised it um, across their, their 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 advertising and community network. Um, so they really helped in it. Um, they come down um, earlier on and helped us in regards to 
just covering, um, you know, working with children, yep. having signed yep. off in case you take photos of any children getting a th- permission to use any photos and things like that. So they helped us just to cover, you know, dot the I's and cross the T's. And um, and occasionally um, they still drop in every now and then and, and, and help out. So And Bowls Victoria helped out too. So they, you know, they, they were very supportive, um, you know. It's been oh, great. that's We've where had... I was going. I was going next with was did did you engage Bowls Victoria as well? Because a lot of clubs feel like, or they don't even feel like they just don't realise the support that's around. So we really always encourage clubs where they're wanting to do something different, new, innovative, whatever it is. Go and talk to council. Go and talk to the association, and go and talk to the peak body who they kind of always see as compliance and big brother, but don't realise the help, the support, the marketing, the knowledge, the experience that they can bring to the to the program just to make it easier for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, Bowls Victoria are very good, very supportive. Um, and you're right, they're not big brother looking over. If you look at it that way, it's the half glass empty. You look at the half glass, what they can do for you, what they can't do for you. So, and, you know, and I, I promote what we do with the local councillors. I promote it with... Um, the local members of parliament, you know, yep. that does, when you then put your, you know, you, you, you're out there searching for a financial grant to support activities, um, you know, I've had I've had no knockbacks from any of them. So we've been really, you know, over the last three or four years as we've moved to diversify and especially into areas such as gender, um, you know, and, and things like that, um, you know, you get the really, you know, if you get everyone on board, it's easier to put your hand up and, and and apply for grants and and more times than not you you know you get you get them over the line. Oh, I'm I'm actually just rewriting our grants um, webinar training webinars yep. now and and really looking at the um, across the country when there's participation grants they're all focused on engaging groups of people that aren't necessarily currently engaged in sport recreation or, or social side of sport and and I, and I think it's sadly women are still tremendously under underrepresented in sports participation um the one of the things that you you focused on there was um making them feel welcome and part of the club straight out. So have you seen that being reciprocated? Yes, on the, on the financial side of it with functions, et cetera, but coming through onto the volunteer side, have you, have you seen start, some of them start to, to, to kind of reach out and look to help or even get the bums and bubs more organised yeah. that way? We, we've had a couple, because um, we're doing a bit of a makeover here, so we had a couple that um, had a sort of an interior design background um, yeah. So they just gave us some advice about colour schemes, different things, what would go good, um, you know, and, and, and so, so you know, the challenge we have when you're on a small footprint of land, which we are, is mm. how much do you do that accommodates that group, but, but is it going to inconvenience the other group? So you've got to have that flexibility. Yes. Yep. So, so we, we've used some of the mums that have got some experiences, you know, to, 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 to ask and, 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 and get their thoughts. Um, but none of we haven't really got any on as full active committee, whatever, because um, that's the other challenge with this Bubs and Bowls program too. A lot of them will have six months, eight months, nine off the mums, and then because of financial, they've got to return to work. Mm. And then, mm. you, 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 and, and I still get emails, you know, we can't, you know, I'm, I'm back at work, I miss Bubs and Bowls, but unfortunately, that's the, cy- the cycle that it is. So, 
you know, you're always getting newer mums in, newer dads. Yeah. But then you're also losing some back to the workforce. And, and that's where that social bowls on the Sunday becomes really important, isn't it? That that you've introduced the sport, whipped the appetite for the sport and the social side, and if you can transition them into that that other opportunity. Um, I'm really interested to note, and maybe it's a fraction early, has it, has it had any impact on your junior bowls within that? Now, obviously the bubs are, you know, two years in, they're not going to be bowling, but siblings, friends, family coming in, is it, have you seen a, a raised awareness in the juniors? No, we haven't at the moment because most of the toddlers, some, sometimes have come with their bubs, but they'll also have a, 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 they're a two or three year old toddler. So there's sort of that, you know, there's still three or four year off in getting some sort of thing, but, but that's the next step we want to get in, involved in more. So the primary schools, yeah, um, you know, and, and try and get them down. So we've had a few programs with the primary and high schools, but it's very hard to get them in a program that's going to have some recurrence uh, and meaningful stuff. But so more, more so, we get them when they've they've got a void in their curriculum, sporting yes. things. So we might get a day, you know, because the the the, the mainstay sports um, dominate, so to speak. So yeah, that is a bit of a challenge um, to grow it and get it there. But yeah, we haven't seen nothing from the bubs and bowls and and that, but. Hopefully, you know, down the track, if some of their mums and dads stay connected to the, the bowling club, you know, and when the, the, their toddlers are six or seven or eight or nine, it might might transpire, but it, it would be, you know, a few years down the track. I think I think there's no doubt that it will, particularly if you create that opportunity to create that connection, even though they may not be able to come back regularly, even irregularly, keep inviting them back for the, you know, the jack attack competitions with their friends or, or whatever it is that, that you might might do and we often hear that schools are a tough nut to crack and but the the foundation of going in via the mothers um and you know building those relationships the kids going to school when you've got large numbers of mothers that are already friends before the kids go to school um you may not even need the school to create formal programs the mothers groups may in due course create those programs and that's what we that's what we expect um I, I, I genuinely think, uh, and I really look forward to seeing what it looks like over the next decade or so, because I genuinely think that the Mums and Bubs programs will be a significant impetus to to junior participation. Because, as Will was saying beforehand, um, I used to write while while Bowls Victoria had their monthly magazine. I used to write an article every week for them for a couple of years. Uh, sorry, every month. And one of the articles I wrote was. <laughs> bowls is such an easy game. I don't understand why it's the last game we play, not the first game. And when I say easy, I know it's technically hard. Don't you know? I copped a lot of feedback on that, but ultimately, it's it's uh, it's you roll a, 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 an object towards another object, and you roll a number of objects, and the closest object wins. You know, it's not like you've got to run, walk, shoot, catch, jump, throw. It's it's and so it should be the first game. That we introduce our children to, and and um, and I think that 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 actually is a really positive thing, and I think it it, it will will create junior membership um, moving forward. Um, is my I'll get off definitely, my little yeah, now, but yeah. So, uh, do you have many juniors at the club? No, we we don't. That's that's the next challenge is to get some juniors. So we've had a few. Um, over the years, but because we haven't had a lot, some of the juniors have then moved to the stronger 
yep. premier sort of league clubs because we're sort of that, that second tier down at Divi 1, Divi 2. So then all of a sudden um, we've had we've had a couple of good ones that are, have moved on and played elsewhere because um, they have to play at them clubs if they get into the state programs, um, yep. you know, under yep. 15s, under 18. So that's, that's okay. We're probably still... You know, uh, you know, a few years away from being at that 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 level where they'll stay because we are at that you know that premier yeah sort of high level. But um, yeah, that's that's one of the goals again. Uh, and again, you know, uh, as you said, um, you know, in five, six, seven, eight, nine years, when some of the three, four, five-year-old toddlers are here now, uh, ten or twelve, will you know, hopefully that's when we get them on the green and 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 they'll become, you know, hopefully superstars because the younger the younger kids are just they're, they're down low. The hand-eye coordination, you know, is far better than than us when we're 55, 60 sort of thing. <laughs> oh, and and again, ha- having come through that just recently, the experience of the mothers' groups and um, you know those kids' potential will stay friends for life. Um, like my kids are seven and eight, as I said, and I'm playing golf on the weekend. Yes, for the first time in months, um, with one of the fathers of the mothers' group that I didn't know, yeah. you know prior to that. So. Um, so then what, what that makes it, you can't, hopefully we'll get groups of kids coming through because they've been, their friendships were probably formed really in the mubs and bubs program at the club. They weren't bowling, but that's, you know, that'll be, I think that'll be really positive. You mentioned the fact that, uh, the bowls was a secondary thing every now and then, and, and. I think that's an important point to acknowledge. Social is so important, but what were what were some of the challenges, if there were, in getting the program up um, and sustainable? Oh, look, I think there's a few of it. Um, depending on where how their their child is on the day, so you know, trying to hold, uh, you know, if there's some of them have got the little bubs, they have them in the the little carry thing, and they had a bowl. But if they got their little ones, also got their toddler, toddlers are running around. Yeah. So we even tried to get a little babysitter, a young lady who was around her yep. babysitter to sort of help out. But I just think it's the sort of like they bowl a couple of ends or two or three ends. They so they they enjoy it and then they sort of but they they love sitting around on the blanket and having a chat and having a coffee and and things like that. So you know um, some bowl and some get a bit more competitive. The others some have a try and some just sit back and relax. We're we're not too concerned um, mm. because I think it's just. This thing will just take time. Momentum will will, will drive the outcomes um, longer down the track. So I'm assuming that most of the, and, and we'll generalise and say women just for the moment, but most of the people that are coming through the program wouldn't have bowled before. So how are you teaching them the actual sport or you're not really worrying or they're just, they're just learning it? Or So how are you doing that side of it? Yeah, so we um, so what we did, we're lucky enough. We um, we got a grant to buy some new bowls, so we bought some oh. brand new training bowls, um, size yep. two, so the hands, it's, it's easier for the mums and the the the, the hold. Um, yep. So we have we always have a couple of bowling members volunteer down here, so they're they're at hand. Um, and typically we just go back to basics. We we put the 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 white bowl up the oven, the kitty, and you know the mat, and then normally we'll just stand there and say aim between our legs. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and then they get an understanding, you know, because otherwise they stand a name straight at the kitty. Well, it's not going to turn away. So so we normally just or we put a, a little marker down and say just try and roll around that marker so they understand the principles of the bowl how it moves and turns, and they get they get it. Some of them have got some good touch. Some you know some of them haven't. But yeah. So just in a group of ten, because I think this is an important point in it. Just a, a general group of ten. How many of them would be 
interested in actually learning the sport and developing the sport, do you reckon? Probably, you know, the four, it's probably, the yeah, probably 40%, four, 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 four yeah. every, every 10 would want to sort of pl- play it more than the others. Yeah, probably less got, than half, yeah. Yeah, less than half. And then you, you probably got another 10 or 15, 20% that would, would do it once every three or four weeks and the other and then you might have a few mums that just tried it once and it doesn't do it for them but they're still happy to network and meet new new, new friends the social side of it and, and look i think from the social programming perspective i think that's very consistent across sports that what we're hearing through the doing sport differently program that that um it's that kind of 40 odd percent but that's a big opportunity. If you're recruiting, you know, 30, 40 people, then 10 or 12 of those those people are a genuine people, are genuine recruits to take on a journey that may end up in the pennant side, uh, in the pennant side. But the recognition that that's not going to be for everybody is 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 really important, isn't it? Yeah. And and what we've decided we were going to do before the last shutdown, but what we're going to do this time around, we're actually going to have a um, a, a, a bubs and bowls tournament. So we're actually <laughs> going to force, not force it, but encourage them to play. You know, a couple of, you know, yep. two, you know they may it may be two ends. You know, and and yep. the winner plays them, and then we'll have a little trophy, and we'll put their names up on a a, a perpetual shield in the rooms that you know so and so won. You know, uh, bubs and bowls champion. Fantastic. So, yeah, and so, again, yeah. it's. I guess I only start to understand this as we get older, but as I got older, that that while we say those things aren't important, they actually are pretty cool. You know, they are. We like to, we like to, you know, get this. We little, like to win. Yeah, we like to get. We like to be recognised and and those sorts of things. Just going back though, just to the social side and that sixty percent. Um, one of the things that we've we've one of the themes coming through is the choosing the volunteers to help. This, you know, the social groups is a really important um, task because tra- traditionally all the people that are at our clubs at the moment generally are competitive. They're there because they want to compete. And so sometimes they have – it doesn't dawn on them that people would come to the club to participate and competition's the last thing from their mind, you know. And, yeah. and so that focus on – on social versus competition is is really important. No, you're right, and and we've had a few volunteers that I've sort of had to have a chat with after, and sort of say, hey, you know, <laughs> just because they didn't get it close, it doesn't mean they weren't, you know, trying sort of thing. So yeah, you're right. You got to have that balance and an appreciation that they're starting starting out on the journey, and, and you know, and um, you know, and we got to be supportive in that. So yeah, um, you got to forget about the competitive edge sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, and and and. Yeah, that win at all costs, everything's serious. Um, but I guess bowls has has kind of gone through that with the introduction of barefoot bowls, where the poor old traditionalists uh, had to get used to loud music and and uh, different formats, different uh, not not the strict uniform requirements and and those sorts of things on the green. So I guess they they're getting used to change. The poor old bowls traditionalists. No, they are. Yeah, and and the, look, the change. I've I've been involved in bowls for. 40 something years and the change is um you know it, it's been too slow i think the change yes um and um a, a, but now the acceptance is there and you know it, it's interesting i think when i started bowls the average age of the 
if there was an Australian bowl side, might have been 55 years of age now. The average age of the Australian bowl side that represents Commonwealth Games is 26. Yeah. Playing cricket side sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. So just in leaving, because you're being so generous with your time, but if if we're a club thinking about setting up, if I'm a bowls club thinking about the Mums and Bubs program or or, or another sport thinking about going, right, yeah, we can create this sort of format because our facilities are fantastic for, for this um, this activity as well or in their sport, what would be some of the advice that you could or the world words of wisdom that you could share to just make it easier as they start that journey? Yeah. Um, you, you, if you're going to go down any program, you've got to be in it 100%. You've got yep. to be committed. Um, yep. you've, got to, you've got to provide the personal touch. Um, and there's got to be some consistency. You don't want to have someone there one week, then the next week, the next week, and next week. So you have some consistency. Uh, that builds rapport. Um, you've got to incentivise. Um, we give every Bubs and Bowls um, parent that comes along a free social membership. Um, yeah. You know, so all of a sudden, you know, um, we've got another 120 social members, you know. Yeah. Um, so you get um, and, and And just things that... that, that that, that create long connections with the mums, the dads, the grandparents and the kids. Yeah. Um, we do an Easter egg hunt at um, Easter, you know, Christmas time. We have a Father Christmas come. First couple yep. of years it was me, you know, yep. and get pictures taken. So we've got mums that have come in and said that's their first Father Christmas photo. Oh, wow. Ever. So, you know, so I think you got to do that. Um, I did, and I won't mention it, but I went to another club that was struggling and I – went there and I said, where's your bubs and bowls? They said, over in that corner. And there was four yeah. or five mums sitting in the corner and knowing there, you know, and I just, it's not going to work. Um, yeah. And and don't, it's not a, don't think of it a revenue, and, and some clubs charge straight away. If you don't need, don't see there's a short-term revenue raiser, you know, give something and you'll get something back down the track. Wow. What a great, what a great little words of wisdom just to finish off. Give something and you'll get something in, in down the track. And uh, yeah, it could be one of many things. It could be a, a, a family of volunteers forever, a family of players, a gen, multi-generation family of players. It could be, it could be anything. So give a little bit to introduce your club. Um, I think that that rapport and that relationship so people feel like it's their club and the social giving the social membership is such an important part of it because when you give a membership when someone's a member of something they start to feel like they belong to it it's their their club it's not like they're just not like an intruder um a, a number of little things that all combine together to create a successful program Craig so thank you so much for for sharing the experience of Port Melbourne Bowls Club and uh, good luck. Are you getting on the green yourself this afternoon or are you? I've got, uh, I've got to shoot in the work at the moment this afternoon, so I'll miss out this afternoon. I'll come back tomorrow. There's the life of a club president, isn't it? Do the hard work so everyone else can have the fun. So, right, uh, Craig, you, uh, clearly you're in demand there at the moment. So thank you for sparing a little bit of time with us at, at Sports Community today. Uh, thanks very much, and thanks for uh, letting us share our story at Port Melbourne Bowling Club. Well, there you have it. What a wonderful story and an incredible example of a club doing sport differently. I really admire Craig's open-mindedness and willingness to challenge the status quo and the traditionalists that we so often experience in sports clubs. 
clearly the results have had a hugely positive for Craig and his club, and they've created a, a platform for sustained growth into the future. Strategically, Bowls Australia have done a tremendous job in bucking the trend of declining participation numbers in bowls with the advent of social programs such as Bowling with Babes, Barefoot Bowls, Jack Attack in recent years. One of the things that's really important is that while we're challenging the traditional thinking of the club, we're not trying to move away from the traditional participation options simply complement them with new options that the community is really wanting to engage in. And this is consistent with the third principle of doing sport differently framework that states participation should cater to different levels of skill, ability and fitness. And that's exactly what the Bowling with Bays program does. Introduce people to the sport, develops them in a fun way. For many years, bowl clubs were almost entirely based around competition with very few options for social and informal participation. Now that's not the case. Bowl, the sport of bowls and the bowls clubs are leading the way in creating social um, and social competitive options that lead into and out of their competitions. Vic Health's research shows that for most adults, or Vic Health sponsored research shows that fun isn't just about competing and winning. It's about socializing, developing an individual skin uh, skills, and enjoying their interactions with other people. In Craig's words, bowls often played second fiddle to the social connection when talking about bowling for babes. And it's through this lens then that the success of the bowling for babes program simply shouldn't come as a surprise. We've seen that when a sports organisation do sport differently, they engage larger, more diverse audiences, provide opportunities for people at different stages of their lives, increase the number of participants, volunteers and administrators, in improve their brand within their community or their club awareness, see their sport thrive into the future and positively influence the health of all Australians. It's fascinating to hear about how Bowling for Babes grew from six months on their first day to the club bursting at the seams with 40 families, prams, scooters, bikes, the whole box and dice between the coffee scones and toys for the kids, not to mention the physical exercise. It's easy to see why many families thought it was better than, than going to the library or what other, other different options that they might have in their more traditional, formal mother's groups, which up until Bollingford Babes, was one of the few ways for new mums to get together, socialise, support each other, and maybe do a little bit of physical activity. The Bowls Club adapted and, and made changes specifically for the audience, from the installation of a playground to yoga on the green. Craig and his team have done a fa fantastic job at creating participation options for a wide and variety of audiences. It's not to say you shouldn't have competitive programs. It's quite the opposite. It's about recognising the need for social participation options and introductory offers, options, offers and options to complement and build, create pathways into and out of a club's competitive options. Another key principle of the Doing Sport Differently framework is that the deliverer 
is the most vital person to the participant's experience and retention. This is typically a coach, but in this instance, it was Craig and other club members who made sure that all the mums were made to feel welcome, even to the point of freshly baking scones. Undoubtedly, the thing that keeps most people playing sport is the social connection, who they're playing with, and if they're enjoying the experience. It can't be overstated that the deliverer and the welcomer is the most important in this, this part of the program. Looking at Port Melbourne Bowls Club success, they took great care to ensure everyone who attends a Bowling with Babe session was made to feel welcome from the mothers to the bubs to the siblings to the friends to the carers. The personal touch was crucial to fostering that sense of belonging and that connection with the club. The flow and effects from the Bowling with Babes program is that it allows a pathway into the more competitive side of bowls. As Craig mentioned, roughly four out of every 10 participants were in, interested in pursuing bowls in some other capacity. Well, that's it for another episode. I, help you, I hope you found the discussion as thought-provoking and as insightful as I did. The concepts in today's interviews relate to every sports club around the country and should be considered to enable greater access to your sport. So if you're involved in a club or a sport and want to hear other great examples of how clubs are attracting people to their club, then when we invite you to listen to each and every episode of Sports Communities Doing Sport Differently podcast series. Before we go, I'd really like to acknowledge the sports community members. It's only through the sports community members that make it possible for us to produce amazing resources like this podcast series and the over 1,000 page pages of resources on the Sports Community website, www.sportscommunity.com.au. So if you're a club volunteer, if you know of a club volunteer, volunteer then share our website, share our podcast, sportscommunity.com.au, and take a couple of minutes just to check out the membership tab, and we'd love for you to become a member and join us in the Sports Community family. So until next week... I'm Steve Pallas. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and thank you for being part of our sports community. <laughs>